It's Amy's Table, a girl's guide to living with Amy Tobin on Q102. Pull up a chair and join us. Anna White is an Alaskan homemaker and popular blogger who's on a tight budget. In her first book, The Hand-Built Home, 34 Simple, Stylish, and Budget-Friendly Woodworking Projects for Every Room, she shows how anyone can make their own stylish custom furniture for about a tenth the cost of buying it from high-end stores. And Anna's joining us today on Amy's Table to talk about the book. Welcome, Anna. How are you? I'm doing great. Glad to be here. Well, I'm so glad to talk to you. What a great blog. What a great book. And I have to ask you first off, so what if women are just not familiar with using tools or cutting wood, is there still a chance? Absolutely. You know, the only tool that you absolutely need to know how to use to start building furniture is a tool that you're probably already using, um, simply a drill. Um, If you have a drill, you can have your hardware store cut your boards for you, and you can start assembling furniture with just your drill. And for those of you who have never used a drill before, um, it's really a simple tool don't think of it as a drill. Think of it as a hand mixer. You know, if you can <laughs> eat eggs with a hand mixer, it's the same thing as a drill. So you um, already have the skills you need to start, and I think that you'll find um, after you start building furniture that it's much easier than you had ever thought. Well, first of all, I love your idea of saying have the store cut the wood and you take it home because to me that's part of the scariest part. Whenever my husband's out on his table saw, I think to myself, I can't even watch that. It just overwhelms me so much. If I could come home with the pieces cut, I could probably manage a drill. But I'm wondering, do you think it's a good idea to practice drilling on a a spare piece of wood or something before you go right into the final project? Absolutely. You know, definitely, um, just like cooking, your materials are going to vary, right? So, like, Every time that you cut an onion, it could be a little bit different. So getting some experience using your your materials, um, understanding if that particular wood is going to split or not, if you need to pre-drill the holes, definitely just practice a little bit first. And and if anything, you're just going to gain more confidence. Exactly. I think that would be what would be missing for me. I'm, I'm sure I have the intelligence to do it. It would be the confidence where I would be lacking. Well, you obviously got your start. I love your story that you and your husband built your own home in rural Alaska, and then you actually built most of the furniture inside it, too. So you had plenty of practice. But did you have any experience before you started all of that? Absolutely not. My background is not in woodworking. You know, I didn't grow up building or anything like that. Um, For me, it was just about filling a need. It's about not being able to afford nice furniture and wanting to make our home nice for our family and just being really determined that I'm going to do whatever it takes to make our lifestyle as best as possible, Um, and that really giving me the courage to start building furniture. But, of course, I continue to build not because, um, you know, for me, it's all about just making your home better, and I've also discovered that it's a lot of fun yeah. to build, too. Well, I'm sure it's got to feel so satisfying to look at one of oh, your finished products and say, projects and say, I did that. I mean, I know your bed, for example, the farmhouse bed, beautiful. Thank you. Yes, I. you know, still today I'm looking at it right now, and um, I still am amazed that we made this bed so we could have went out and spent a couple thousand dollars on a bed right but instead we decided to make it ourselves and we spent eighty dollars in new lumber wow eight hours and i had no idea when we were building this bed that we were creating a piece of furniture that could last us the rest of our life 
It's made of solid wood, so if it ever does get nicked up, no big deal, just to sand it and refinish it. Yeah. But, but we're creating something that's an, actually an heirloom that we could Absolutely it is. For yeah. For yes. I mean, I can just imagine as your children get older and get houses of their own, you know, being able to, to make one of these for them. I mean, it's it's just got to feel great. I'm looking at that thinking, okay, if I came home with all those pieces cut, could I figure out how to do that? But your directions in the book are so good. And I'm guessing that this is why your blog became so popular, is they were great projects, great background information, great directions. What kind of feedback do you get from your readers? I mean, what are they taking away from you? Well, many of my readers are just like me, and they're just um, willing to do whatever it takes to make their home better. Um, but it's never been told to them that they can build their own furniture. And um, for me, I write, thank you for the compliment on the plans, and I write for people like me that have no experience, limited tools, that don't know a lot about carpentry, but are sure willing to do you know whatever they need to do to get those toys picked up, get the mattress off the floor, create some more storage, make their home nicer. Mm-hmm, I agree. Well, looking at, for example, the bed and the matching bedside table, it would be easy for me, Miss Overachiever, to try and start with a difficult project. <laughs> but what would you suggest for somebody really with no experience? Where should they start? What sort of a foolproof project we could build and make? You know, there's a great project in the, the book. It's, they call them the gallery ledges, and it's very, very simple. You can have the ledges made to any length, um, and you can make them in literally just a few minutes. Um, and you can find a use for them in any room of your home. So like in your dining room, you could make an entire gallery and change out the frames and layer things and with the seasons. You could put it in your bathroom and hold toiletries in your kitchen and hold spices. A lot of people put them in children's rooms to have the books so the kids can put them facing yeah. on a wall. So I would definitely start with a gallery ledge. It's very, very simple. It's foolproof. It'll give you the confidence that you need to tackle the next project. And, you know, for a two-foot-long gallery ledge, you're talking like $3.00 in lumber. To wow. So, yeah, so if you do mess up, you're not in it, a big investment. Yeah, but that is great. And I could see that one gallery ledge and then suddenly realizing you could do a whole wall in a room or maybe make a tiny one somewhere where you just wanted a little display. It would run away with you, I'm sure, once you had the success. Well, and, and absolutely. And the thing is, if you were to buy gallery ledges, let's say you were to buy enough to fill an eight-foot wall, eight feet tall, it would be probably three hundred dollars. Yeah, make them thirty bucks. Yeah, you're that's not going to break the bank by trying to improve your home. I love that. Well, you know, I'm looking back at the chapter nine, the children's rooms, and this is one of those things where if you go into a children's furniture store, wow, it's expensive and. It doesn't have a very long life. It, we've got to call that out. Anyone who says to you, oh, your child will love that pink bed when she's 20, you know, <laughs> no, she won't. But I love these things like the play table and the chairs where you could really make something so special for your child. And are these approachable projects for a beginner? Absolutely. The play kitchen in the book actually was one of the first projects so I cute. made it. I made it with a toddler and I had very limited experience at the time and it's a very, very simple project. Even the bunk beds, and the bunk beds in the book are bright turquoise, and I totally agree with you. Children outgrow bunk beds way faster than we'd ever hope them to, right? Yep. <laughs> um, 
But you can afford, if you DIY, to give your child that bright pink bed or yep. that custom wood kitchen or, you know, you can afford to do anything that you want because you're saving all the, all the money and labor costs and shipping costs by DIYing. I, I love it. And not only that, but a handmade by mom and dad little bunk bed that's pink is going to turn into an heirloom that you tuck away somewhere and, and she's going to want for her children one day, too. You know, I just think it's so neat. Well, you've got to check out the book, The Hand-Built Home, 34 Simple, Stylish, and Budget-Friendly Woodworking Projects for Every Room by Anna White. And Anna's uh, website is anna-white.com, where you can go and find all kinds of great projects and information and tips and inspiration from others. And Anna, I just I think this is a really neat book. Thank you for sharing it with us today. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to Amy's Table, a girl's guide to living with Amy Tobin on Q102. For more, visit Amy's blog with Q102 online at WKRQ.com. Kristen here, reminding you not to do things. What I mean is, with same-day delivery for everything from gifts to groceries, you only have to do the things you want to do. To not do the other things, visit Shipt.com. That's S-H-I-P-T dot com. Science proves quality sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. The Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed senses your movements and automatically adjusts to help keep you both effortlessly comfortable. And it's temperature balancing, so you stay cool. So you're at your best for yourself and those you care about most. Life-changing sleep, only from Sleep Number. It's our ultimate Sleep Number event. Save 50% on the Sleep Number 360 Limited Edition Smart Bed plus special financing, only for a limited time. Special financing subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See store for details.